Hey, 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 this is Lee Fuller, a.k.a. The Funnel Helper. And listen, you know what? Should you take payment plans? Should your offer allow for people to make multiple payments? Or are you setting them up for failure? Today, we're going to talk about it on Funnel Helper Radio. Let's go. For over 10 years, I've built funnels for clients one-on-one. Now I'm on a journey to build my million-dollar business by helping 10,000 other business owners along the way. Together, we'll gather insights and action plans from the sharpest business minds on the planet. We'll discuss marketing, scaling, sales, and automation. As I grow, you grow. As I share, you share, and together, we can exceed all limitations and reach our fullest potential. Are you ready? Well, let's go. I'm Lee Fuller, and this is Funnel Helper Radio. Hey, 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 my name's Lee Frilla, a.k.a. The Funnel Helper, and today we're talking about offering payment plans and financing, the dangers of such a process, right? Um, so I was, I was talking with a, a client, so we were doing some work, and he, he asked, should I have um, payment plans for my offer. And um, I, I said, you know what? It depends. It really depends because, um, well, there's a couple, there's two thoughts. There's two thoughts that I have around this. One is, are you offering payment plans because the people you're targeting or the people you're attracting can't afford to pay for your service, okay? If you're attracting or targeting people that can't afford to pay for your service um, and that's your motivation for doing the payment plan, hey, I gotta just get people in um, even though they can't afford it, then the payment plan isn't helping, okay? The payment plan is really just getting people into a program that they can't afford. Because if you, uh, most high ticket programs that that we run and high ticket programs that I've been a part of, yes, your tuition, you know, joining the program helps you um, get in and get the information. But usually there's some more out of pocket expenses. There's some more, um, there's some more finances or money that you need to have available, right? Because, hey, sometimes in our big ticket programs, hey, we have the, the funnel built out. Things are working. Now we need to um, do some more testing or increase the budget or um, for increase fulfillment or add different softwares. And sometimes because people were not ready, or not able to um, to go through the testing phase, or to go through the hiring phase, or the process to be able to hire people, etc. Then uh, they won't. They were not really ready for the not really ready for the success, or ready for um, you know, ready for the process, right? 
Uh, I've been in auto, and I've seen other high ticket programs where in the high ticket programs there's also the assumption that you're able to to redo your video stuff. You can hire video editors, you can hire copywriters or or different ones. So many times in a high ticket program there's other things that you're going to need, right? You're going to need to be able to travel. You're going to need to be able to go to certain events, etc., right? So my point is if you're offering a low ticket or if you're offering payment plans to help people get into a program and they can't afford all of the other things that come along with the program, did you really do them a favor? Secondly, um, if you're offering payment plans and you have to do multiple, right? If you've got to extend your payment plan, you know, for 13 months and 24 months and um, or too long, then people drop out. They're just un- unable to afford it. They're unable to. Um, they're unable to stick with it, or not willing to stick with it, because we know a lot of times. Um, hey, in the impulse, I buy something, I purchase from you, but I'm not able to really, um, not able to really maximize it, or not able to. This isn't a time where I can actually implement all these things that I'm learning so they don't get the result and then they quit and they fall out. So, uh, business owner, does your payment plan uh, help you get people into your program that aren't a good fit? And if they are, then they really can hurt your program. If you have to extend your financing or your payment plans for too long, then they're not a good fit, right? But if you're offering a payment plan because, hey, you have a high ticket thing and instead of one payment, you're offering quarterly payments, right? Or instead of one payment, you're offering four or two payments just to help alleviate the burden, right? Then I think payment plans can be a very valuable asset to your business. Right, many times I'll see something and I'll say, you know, uh, I, we don't. Sometimes we don't really go into very much uh, payment plans, um, but like a split pay where there's two or maybe three pay, uh, payments. Right, that helps a person. Hey, they can uh, manage their cash flow a little bit, but usually that's with our higher ticket things. Right. So Lee, are you saying don't have payment plans because? Uh, that can cost me money because not everybody can pay the big price at one time. Here's what I'm saying. If a payment plan is getting people into your program where they can't implement or where they can't pay for it, then it's not helping your program anyway. Your success rate isn't going up because you have the wrong people or people that can't afford your program anyway. Now, you may be saying, well, what should I do? Because I still need to make money. I don't, um, how can I lower the price or how can I get more people in? Good question. I believe 
instead of a payment plan that could have the wrong people in your program, I think you should perhaps use baby steps or some people call it value ladders, you know, or, you know, a step-by-step program or structure, curriculum, whatever, right? So in your value ladder, what you do is, hey, uh, this is the cost of the high ticket. Right now, you may not be available or able to jump into this high ticket program. Either infrastructure is not in place or you don't have the foundational information or you don't have the knowledge, right? Maybe a better fit would be our lower ticket. And sometimes the lower ticket is, hey, here is the book that you will need to get you very far in this process, right? Um, Here is a smaller course to help you get up and running because once you're up and running, you will have the skill sets needed for a bigger course. One of the things I'm learning is in some of the smaller courses, you have the foundational things, right? If a person has sold uh, two or three things online, there's a couple things that are already in place. One, they have an offer. Two, they have uh, identified people that will buy. Three, they have already kind of delivered some type of uh, fulfillment. They've already walked through some type of fulfillment exercise, right? So if you have these small things in place, then, okay, scaling it or reaching a bigger audience or, you know, trying to uh, create or maximize the profits of it, then that's a different issue. You know, when I look at the profit, he doesn't, like the businesses that that they air, right? They're already making business or at one time they were very profitable, right? So he's able to come in, make some changes and increase it. But rarely is it, hey, we don't know who our product is. We don't know who our people are. And we don't know, you know, we don't have good people. We don't have good products product that we don't have a good process. (laughs) Well, you don't really have a business, right? Not yet. You have a hobby that's costing money. Um, So that's the the recommendation. If you're getting people, if you have to lower your, or um, do do payment plans in order to get people in that aren't a good fit, maybe it's better for you you to push them to a lower ticket offer. Now, I asked this question. I was in... um, mastermind with Todd Brown and I asked this question I said hey what's the difference between a high ticket offer as far as the content the level of content what's the difference between the high ticket stuff and the low ticket should I just not give all the information in the low ticket or how do I do it he said here is what you should do each product should get a result so I said, how much information should I put in the lower ticket versus the higher ticket? He says, put the information needed for them to get the result, okay? Because if they get the result in the lower ticket stuff, right, then they can get a, then you we know you're able to get them a result in the higher ticket stuff, right? We know that a lot of time it's, the individual, a lot of time it's the person. We know that it's a, a lot of time 
there are deeper nuances, right? You can't go into every nuance at the beginning. If you go into every nuance of copy at the beginning with a person, they'll get overwhelmed and won't, um, won't be able to execute, right? Hey, if we talk about uh, turning the corner techniques in copy, or if we talk about some various, you know, the 14 different headline structures and all that, and, and uh, different psychological triggers and all that, if you go too deep in it, a person won't be able to get result in the, in the basic stuff, right? So, but a person that's already got that foundation, you can build upon it. You can build different aspects of copy, different nuances, different us versus them scenarios and structures. You can build that once a per- in some of your deeper stuff, right? But if you give the things that can get a result in the lower ticket stuff, then you can really elevate the stuff in the higher ticket, right? So my point is, what should I do? Uh-oh. All right, I'm back. Um, <laughs> uh, funny little story. So I'm recording this episode uh, while I'm on the road, and I was just pulled over by a a, uh, a law enforcement. Uh, everything's okay. I yeah, got a little animated with my uh, podcast, <laughs> uh, and I guess I wasn't looking at the speedometer, but that's okay. I am back and. Um, growing at a healthy pace of 35 miles an hour. So, <laughs> um, there it is. Now, back to what I was saying. Um, payment plan. If you have a payment plan that is, um, or, um, offering, you should make sure you're offering value at the, at each level. Cause if you're offering value at each level, then in a sense, it allow, still allows people to get in and they can actually walk up the value ladder into your more expensive things because they're able to make money at each level. And that's how you get the testimonies you want. That's how you get the benefits of um, a growing campaign. Does that make sense? Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that's basically what I wanted to talk about. Um, make sure they're getting results at the lower ticket stuff. Then for your higher ticket, you don't have to have a payment plan because now they have the foundation. Now they have the background and typically now they have the resources to afford your higher ticket. Uh, I tell people in business, there's a short game and there's a long game, right? The short game is, Hey, boom, we're getting them in. We got the payments coming in, but they're not getting the benefits that they need. They're not getting the results they need. So you got short-term revenue, but not long-term customers, right? My name's Lee Fuller, a.k.a. Lee Funnel Helper. You've been listening to Funnel Helper Radio. And uh, if you would like to, <laughs> if you'd like to join us and get help with your business, you may want to start with lower ticket stuff. So we're offering, if at Funnel Helper Radio and FunnelHelper.com, you'll be seeing more and more products that will give you the results or help you get the results at the base level. And then uh, when you are looking for us to to work at a more um, high ticket level 
or even some a done for you service, then check us out. Our goal is to help you. We know that the more people we help, the more, the better the selection is in the marketplace, the more integrity that will be there and the more we can impact lives. Okay, so this is Lee Fuller, a.k.a. The Funnel Helper. You've been listening to Funnel Helper Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.